Well, I was first introduced to this game at a friend's place way back in the late 90s, around the time the original one came out. I played it and immediately I was drawn to it and I had to have it. But by the time that I had played the first one, the second one was now out. My whole life I had looked for a game where I could just cruise around in this giant playable map on a vehicle and just basically just do that, just drive around. And the original version of this game allowed me to do that with massive maps and overhead view and the ability to get in and drive whatever car I see, Grand Theft Auto opened me up to a playable world of vehicles. It moved my imagination into a direction it had never been before, and only one arcade game before that had ever showed me. Grand Theft Auto has done a lot more to just expand my memory and help out the automotive market. Grand Theft Auto has been there and been a part of automotive culture for a long time. And today, we're going to talk about what brings Grand Theft Auto to the automotive forefront. Autolux Podcast coming to you anytime, anywhere from around the globe on any major streaming site from Autolux.net. Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. Coming to you from our main website at autolux.net. If you haven't been there, stop by and check it out. Our host streaming site, podbeam.com, and our host RSS feed from around the world, feedspot.com. Check it out and sign up. You can get information for not only podcasts, but also blogs as well on feedspot.com. And we give a thank out to Podbeam, as we said, for getting us out onto every major streaming network out there. Thank you for the ride. So like I said at the beginning, today we're taking a look at Grand Theft Auto and how it influences or has basically become part of the automotive world. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto, everybody seems to think, is just a game that teaches people who play it to become gangsters and thieves. Well, you might think that, but, you know, that's like blaming guns for gun violence or, you know, blaming Grand Theft Auto in a sense for people stealing cars. Like, no, 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 okay? Grand Theft Auto immerses us in a world where we can do more. Sure, it's a realistic simulation. It gives us that feel of being in the real world without having major repercussions. And with that, every person's wildest fantasies, in a sense, come true. And I can literally hop into any vehicle I see and drive it. Sure, in the new Grand Theft Auto V, you can actually go out and pay for some of the supercars to make it a little bit more fun. But really, where's the fun in that? The original Grand Theft Autos allowed us to go out and find these things and drive them around. And then when we got into number three, the 3D world really hit us. And by the time we got to San Andreas, garages allowed us to keep the vehicles that we like. And a customizing option opened us up to a bigger part of the automotive world. Grand Theft Auto has always had those cars there, and similar to that of the game Driver, you can hop in and hop out of any vehicle you want and drive it around the city as freely as you want. Now, all the way up until number four, all the worlds had to be unlocked. So you had to unlock different sections of the maps, or just in the original two, unlock different maps. And different maps meant different vehicles. That is somewhat true with select areas, even in number 5 now. And with number 5 having greater expansion packs, it allows for more immersive automotive world fun. Bringing to the likes of street racing, 
custom cars, modifications, hell, even the dealership experience. Grand Theft Auto is getting there. It shows you how to drift, how to race, how to off-road handle vehicles, and how to properly set your vehicles up for those select environments. Hell, on the last mission of number five, on the one that I selected to do, I had to go and steal these vehicles that were kind of a cross between a Camaro and a Challenger. And then I had to beef up the suspension, make them bulletproof, and have the ability to drive on any terrain. Like, modification. Where games like Forza, Grand Theft Auto, Test Drive, and even Fifth Gear all brought us cars from around the world, immersed us into that environment. Grand Theft Auto gave us the open world environment to do as we please in the real world. Sure, I'm one of those people that always like using cheat codes, and my version of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was completely unlocked by the time I had purchased the game and gaming system off of my friend. And by utilizing a cheat to get as much money as possible, I was able to buy every single property. So I went out, and I tried to find the greatest vehicles out there, and then bring them to the custom shop to make them look the way I want them to. Personalization. Something that's slowly disappearing in an automotive marketplace. People seem to think, want to tell me all the time, personalization isn't gone. It exists. I said, no. Automotive companies just found a way to make more money off of you being an idiot. Ooh, it's a special edition. It's not a special edition. It's just a pre-packaged product, which they have already set out for you. You didn't personalize it. Same with the aftermarket modifications that are coming out of the factory floor. Sure, you get a warranty with a lot of them, but you didn't do it yourself. And in Grand Theft Auto, it kind of gives you that ability. It says, I made this car the way I wanted to. I customized it. And then it also allows me to customize it the way I want. Do I want it to be a tuner? Do I want it to be a drift car? Do I want to go racing? Will I beef it up and go off-roading in it? Or, my favorite of all, and the one thing that Grand Theft Auto has brought us closer to, the lowrider culture. San Andreas gave us hydraulics, and it also gave us classic cars. Number five gave us the classic cars as well. And allowing us to build these vehicles that we can't purchase in the real world, but we can purchase in these gaming worlds, allows us to have fun and experience that type of world. And to get, get to experience those vehicles in a way we never imagined. Even though traffic, traffic signals, roadways, highways, all of that exists in the Grand Theft Auto simulation, it doesn't mean anything. Last vehicle I customized on it was actually a cargo van, and I tuned it to be similar to the racing cargo vans from Japan. You know those people who put their street bikes in the back and then decided to go racing in their vans? I tuned it like that. Little mag wheels, lower to the ground, front splitter, rear spoiler, like old school Ram van. Now this is a racing van handles amazing. I can go flying down the freeway, drift around surface street corners, all the way up until I park at my garage right next to my lowrider, my Cadillac Eldorado simulation lowrider. Go to my mansion on the hill. We all know he's got a charger, but I also have a police car and a lifted truck there. I have a custom bike. All of this leads to realism. Not to say I'm going to go out and do the same things I could do in the Grand Theft Auto world environment, but similar to that of how Gran Turismo showed us vehicles in North America that we had never seen before. Before Gran Turismo came out, most kids in North America, hell, most adults, didn't know what a Nissan GTR was. Unless they had ever set foot in Japan, they didn't know what it was. Mazda Demio, Mitsubishi FTO, hell, we all called it the Z here when it was the Fair Lady. Gran Turismo opened that market up to us. Grand Theft Auto is doing that once again. 
Fast and the Furious really brought out street racing to the mainstream. But since the movie doesn't want to be associated with street racing anymore in its legal activities, Grand Theft Auto really just doesn't give a shit because it's Grand Theft Auto. It is the addition of a full modification package you can add on to Grand Theft Auto V online. And just a couple weeks ago, well, just over a month ago now, when Ken Block passed away, a group of online gamers utilized their custom vehicles which they had built in the Grand Theft Auto World environment to look like Ken Block's vehicles from all the different Jim Guyana videos. Made a tribute towards him in this environment. Now tell me that that video game isn't helping out the automotive world. And one of the first videos you found was from the Grand Theft Auto World environment. Tuning those cars is fun. And going racing is fun. Having an online option to go racing is fun. Having traffic lights when traffic comes flying in front of you, making it seem like the real world, but you're doing damage to the vehicle in a cinemagraphic environment as opposed to the real world environment. So the danger is lessened. Well, it's pretty much non-existent to you, really. Grand Theft Auto has created an environment for the automotive world. Autonomous technology is now being utilized through their system. Being able to see how the AIs react to different things. You can utilize the Grand Theft Auto system to test out autonomous technology. Put a program in a program that pre-exists. Like we said, it's similar to a real-world environment. Grand Theft Auto gives you the image that you're in Los Angeles. I can hop on the freeways and drive around town and go over to the airport. There are traffic lights downtown. There are causeways. There are throughways. There are expressways. There are highways. There are dirt roads. There are paved roads. There are gravel roads. There's mountain roads. There's dirt bike trails. There's every environment you require to test an AI system. This automotive simulation shows us what can happen. And with traffic signals being utilized in Grand Theft Auto and the Sims inside the game abiding by the rules of the road, you can literally learn to drive in this simulation. Not to say you're actually driving with the steering wheel, but you can watch the signals. The light turns green, you turn. Now, Grand Theft Auto hasn't really gotten into turn signals. You know, the flashing green lights or the arrows or railroad tracks with, the, with their cross and things like that, there are still situations within this environment that need to be enhanced. But with it being the way it is, like we said, the aftermarket world is alive. And with that, nearly every segment of the automotive industry exists in the Grand Theft Auto world as well. I could drive a Rolls Royce, a Corolla hatch, an Audi wagon, my Civic Coupe, a Jeep, the Coing Seg, the Ram 1500 pickup truck, Land Rovers, Escalades, they all exist. So nearly every part of the automotive world exists within this video game. I could build custom trucks to go off-roading. Hell, I could build a lowrider truck to go cruise the streets. I could see what I could do to a transport, a city bus. See how taking a corner in a city bus requires a lot more room. Hooking up to a transport isn't exactly as easy as you thought. Everything within the Grand Theft Auto environment is very similar to the real-world reactions. One-way streets, sidewalks, they're all there. They've even integrated water and sand and mud into the mix as well. Going up a hill and gravel, it's too steep, you can't go up it. Change your tires with more grip and you can do it. Got a fast street bike and you're going flying through traffic, all of a sudden you hit a car, you go flying to your death. The simulation is there. It shows us how the world would react. And that also shows us the environments that we want to see.
the off-road races, the dirt bike challenges, the street racing. They all give the image and appeal of when they happen. Street races happen at night. Same with the dirt bike, because it happens at a pit, in an illegal environment. It gives you a sense that there is some realism to Grand Theft Auto. It allows you to take any vehicle you have, customize it, and go off for fun. You know, drop it like it's hot. Go cruising in your 6.4, or tear up the back roads in your F-250. It allows you to do it. It allows you to abide by the rules or break them all you want. Fly through traffic, get stuck in a traffic jam, wait for a traffic light. It all exists. Grand Theft Auto doesn't just give you an amazing environment for a video game. Where its story has to be precise to be understandable for us. Not just a bunch of missions just thrown together. It all has to flow like a story. Well, to make a story more able to be immersed in, you have to create a sense of realism. Grand Theft Auto, to a lot of people, may seem like it's just a game where you go in and I can go and shoot, you know, go mow down some police officers or, you know, shoot up some people or, you know, go hunting, do whatever I want. People think of it that way. But Grand Theft Auto is more about the automotive aspect of the video game. How many of the missions in there do you get inside a vehicle? Hell, you fly planes, drive boats, fly a helicopter. Hell, even in number five, you have a submersible and drive a train. But more of those aspects are around the automotive portion of it. Hell, at the beginning of number five, Franklin is stealing cars. Later on, he steals higher-end cars, ones you want to keep for yourself. It gives us that want and need that all of us strive for in the real world. But in a video game world, it is easier for us to gain what we truly want than in the real world. And Grand Theft Auto isn't just a great game about doing these missions. And it's not the worst game just because you're a gang member. Grand Theft Auto showcases the automotive industry to you in its entirety. It shows you the main aspects of it. How vehicles handle, what you can do to them, and why we have them. Going to autonomous vehicles in an electrified world, a game like Grand Theft Auto will have to evolve and change. But there's always going to be that aspect of personalization of my products. And that's one thing that Grand Theft Auto has shown us since the beginning. These are cool cars, and I want the rarest one. I want to be different than everyone else. And when they allowed us to make modifications to those vehicles, the game just got better. So really, when you break it all down, is Grand Theft Auto a first-person shooter or more of a racing game? In common sense, it's both, because there's a racing aspect to it. There's a first-person shooter to it. There's an adventure. It is all there for the taking. And the one main thing that Grand Theft Auto strives itself upon is the automotive world. More enhancements and additions to the video game in the automotive world happen than any other part of the video game. How many times do you hear online about all kinds of new weapons you can get, or clothing, or houses to buy? No. The number one thing that Grand Theft Auto strives itself upon for updates and upgrades to the online portion of this video game are the vehicles. And when number five first came out, it was on a weekly basis. We were seeing brand new vehicles being added to the Grand Theft Auto online world. This entices us to get online because I can't afford that car in the real world, but I could pay for that membership every month and have that possibility of getting that vehicle. You could build an amazing garage and have one of the world's greatest warehouses in the online world.
Grand Theft Auto allows you to have a wide assortment of vehicles and a great collection of vehicles and making rarer ones more sought after. This game is putting more of an emphasis on the automotive world than any other portion of it. Because when the game is done and the story is gone, what else are you going to do? Do you literally just go and walk around the place in Grand Theft Auto? Or do you do like most people who play the game? You go to your house, you open your garage, and you hop inside your heavily personalized vehicle and go for a drive. Grand Theft Auto, it's not just a fun game. It's a game that's making changes to the automotive world. And it's also a game that gives you the automotive world. So really in the end, do we need the automotive portion of Grand Theft Auto? Yes! Autonomous technology companies out there are utilizing their system to help build their AI systems even better. Being able to utilize their open world environment to help build better technology for the future. Grand Theft Auto isn't just about having fun. It's also about the technology behind the game helping the world around us. And when you just thought that it's just a nifty name in a game about stealing cars, well, now the game is more tied to the automotive industry than we ever thought. We do need it. Adding a metaverse and a dealership portion into Grand Theft Auto 6 would make it even better. Yes, actually being able to go and do the full-scale purchase of vehicles from a dealership with a salesperson would add one of the last effects that they require. So if any developers from Rockstar Entertainment are listening to this podcast out there, we'd like to ask you for number six, add in the dealership portion, like the actual full-scale going into the dealership and purchasing it. Same with the parts supply. How you go in and buy your guns and your clothing. You should make an automotive parts store where you can go in and buy the select aftermarket parts that you wish to have for your vehicles and then drop it off in the garage and get it done. From stereos to spoilers, all of it should be there. Number six, if they are going to do a new world portion to the game, adding in the autonomous technology, like actual Waymo vehicles, picking you up and driving you around within the game would help push this part of the automotive world into the future. So let's use Grand Theft Auto to help expand the automotive marketplace. Let's not just be part of it. Let's expand it. So if you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment on any of the major social feeds or streaming services that you are listening to. As we said, as long as you're sharing it or even giving us comments about it, you're helping us grow and helping the Autolux podcast page grow and become bigger for you and everyone around us. Because without your help, we just might not be here. And after you've done with that, please stop by the website, autolux.net. Take a check around. Check out some of our reviews and some of our corporate websites. We have links to every major automotive corporation within the world on our automotive corporate websites links page on the autolux.net website. So for myself, Everett J, podbeam.com, and feedspot.com, strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride from Grand Theft Auto.